whether we're talking about business, wellness, travel, or relationships. I've always thought age is just a number. Welcome to Ageless with me, Cynthia Raleigh, and my daughter, Kit Keenan. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Ageless. So it's just mom and I today. Hello. And we missed you guys last week. Obviously, it was Thanksgiving, so we took the week to ourselves, but we missed you all. And today we wanted to talk about an interesting topic. We were discussing the concept of the holiday blues. And I'm sure many of you guys can relate to this, but I was kind of just thinking about it because we were out of town for Thanksgiving. I was just thinking about being out of routine and how much that can affect my mental health because my rituals and my habits, like I'm so committed to them. And when I lose those things because I'm away or I have some holiday commitments with friends or family. It can really take a toll on me. I think specifically, well, one thing I wanted to mention was somebody DM'd me and they were like, when I was away and they were like, Kit, exercise, we miss it or something like that. And I posted it on my story and I was like, haha, you're right. Should probably get back to that. But I think Number one, I wasn't showing this as much on stories, but we were surfing pretty much every day. We were walking a ton. We had been on like two or three hikes. And that's not to say you can't go on holiday and literally sit on the beach all day and read a book and relax because you deserve those things. But we were exercising. We were out and about. We were being active. And I think it just like made me think about number one, when I'm not on my regular schedule of working out or eating the foods that I love to eat and cooking in my own kitchen and stuff like that, how it can take a toll on my mental health. But also like this idea that we always have to be like on our workout grind and eating super clean, quote unquote, clean and all of this. It's such a unhealthy mindset to have, to have like no balance, especially for somebody like me that shares healthy recipes and like loves to share my workouts and stuff like that. I think like I'm expected to always be on that schedule and it's just not realistic. So anyway, when I got back from the trip, I had this whole plan timed out to the minute for the day that I got back. I was going to wake up. I was going to go to SoulCycle. I was going to get my day started and unpack and like film a bunch of stuff that I need to film for the week. And I had a class scheduled for 9.15 I thought it was for 9.45. I show up at 9.45 and they're like, nope, sorry, the class has already started. And from that moment on, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so defeated 
because I had planned out after this 45 minute class, I'm going to go home. I'm going to unpack. I'm going to start filming at this time. And then I'm going to do what's kit cooking for the week. And like, once that one thing was shifted, I was like, oh my God, now I'm not going to be productive for the rest of the day. It just made me like realize how when you plan out your day to the second like that, sometimes it can become like really like it can make you feel like a failure when one thing goes awry and then all of a sudden everything is messed up. So I talked to you guys on my stories and I was like, how do you plan out your days? Because I was just like, this clearly is not going to work. And I wanted to read a few of your answers because I thought they were really great. One person said, I make three lists, a to-do list, things that need to be done, whether that's today, tomorrow, the week, if I have an assignment in three weeks, whatever I need to do and whatever I know I have to get done. Two, a must-to-do list. So these are things filtered from the to-do list that I need to get done for that day. And three, a I would like to do list. So these are things that aren't on either list, but things I'd like to do if I have time. That is usually something like reorganize kitchen cabinets, which is something I don't have to do, but I would like to do eventually. So I love this because I feel like there are a lot of things that end up on my to-do list that aren't prioritized. So like I don't have to unpack the day I get home, but I did have a video due on the following day for a brand that I needed to shoot that day. So I would have that at the top of my list or on my must-to-do list. And then I would have unpack and do the laundry on I would like to-do list. A second person said, I like to make my to-do list in two sections, one for the morning and one for the afternoon. I feel like it helps me make steady progress throughout the day without setting specific times for each task, which I love because I think having things, it's almost like time batching, you know, like in the morning you have a few things that you want to get done. And then in the afternoon, maybe you take a little break in between for lunch or just to be on your phone and like take a brain break and then complete the rest of your tasks on your evening to-do list. And I think it allows you like, I know I'm a person that's more productive in the morning. So I would probably have my higher priority goals on my morning list. And then for my evening list, I would have more of the things that I want to get done, but don't necessarily need to get done that day because I know I'm less productive in the evening. And if it's the reverse for you, obviously make those lesser priority things on your morning to-do list. And this person just says, I just have one long running to-do list and what gets done gets done. Rigidity sets you up for disappointment and feeling like you're not doing enough. Small wins is a motto I love to live by. That's more my speed. That's my speed. The morning afternoon list 
I don't even know if it's morning or afternoon half the time. <laughs> I just come in, hit the ground running, like I'm shot out of a cannon. From the second my eyes open, I start checking things off. I definitely make a lot of lists. And sometimes in the middle of the night, if something wakes me up, I write it down so I can forget about it and know that it'll get done the next day. And I think, you know, you just get everything that has to get done. You just try to get it done. And each day I just try to accomplish everything that's on my, I like to call it a do list. I feel like to do list is a little redundant. So my do list. And small wins, I really believe in. I talked about my post-it note organization where I get to throw it away and feel like, okay, that's done, gone forever. And that's great feeling of satisfaction. But the list that I keep as an ongoing list is my fun list. And I have one for the summer and one for the winter. And I try to just Every time I hear about something cool or cool restaurant or a cool activity, I just add it onto my fun list. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to have those be prioritized as much as, you know, don't forget to send that wire or call the carpet cleaner or whatever it is, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's, It's a lot of stuff. But I do think also every day, obviously, I, I have to get my work stuff done, but I also try to do a couple things that are family, taking care of family, a couple things that are taking care of the house, and then try to have one or two fun things, whether it's just working, planning a trip in the future or dreaming of someplace that you know I want to go and doing a little bit of research on it. Try to do a little bit of each of those just for balance. So I'm not just always like grinding. Yeah. Like you're not always on work mode. I think that's, that's great. And I think that goes to what one of the responses was about like, and having an, I want to do list. Yeah. That's like the same concept as a fun list. And I think those lists are, are really important to have because you can't always just have a grind list basically. Also one thing that a lot of people responded saying is that they have like a daily to-do list and then they have a weekly to-do list and a monthly to-do list. And I'm wondering if you have like weekly goals you need to get done and then daily goals you need to get done. Well, again, like the week just flies by. So I'm just trying to, you know, I'm like running in front of a moving train all the time. But there are certain things that don't have a deadline. And those are on a do list that is more for me like a manifestation list. And I feel like making tiny little strides toward achieving those goals is as important as just like getting there, you know, like it could be something, you know, that I'm hoping for, I wish for, and, you know, maybe it's going to be a lot of connecting the dots to get there. And if I connect a couple of dots and make some inroads, you know, it's not, we're not there yet, but it's sort of like working towards it. And Mm -hmm. that's, 
again, like small wins and giving yourself a little pat on the back for moving towards those bigger goals. I highly recommend listening to the episode on the Ed Milet show, Small Habits, Big Results with James Clear, because I was listening to that episode this morning and James was talking about trajectory versus position. And I think it goes to the small wins kind of attitude, which is that sometimes you look at people in a quote unquote higher position than you are in currently. And you're like, oh my gosh, it feels like climbing a mountain to get there. And he talks about having a trajectory that's like getting 1% better each day. And eventually that 1% like becomes a much bigger habit and eventually you're in a higher position, but it's not leapfrogging to the top of Mount Everest. It's like each day you're taking a few steps um, and eventually that makes a big difference. And I think you can listen to this whole episode and it was amazing, but it was, he was saying like, if you want to become a reader, you know, you could, instead of saying like, okay, I'm going to read a whole new book every week or whatever it is. It's like, make it a habit to read 10 pages a day. And then at the end of the year, you will have read many, many books. So I think it's like, it's the small wins mentality that we're discussing. And I think also that becomes like a self-confidence builder because each time you commit to that small task or that small habit, you are signaling to yourself that you are the type of person that reads every day. You are the type of person that works out every day. You are the type of person that, you know, is in the case, for example, of me being an introvert and becoming an extrovert, the more times, you know, if I say, okay, each day I'm going to spend 10 minutes talking to a friend or each week I'm going to try to go to two social events per week and meet a new person, then by the end of the month I will have had, you know, however many new connections and I will know in myself that I am the type of person that socializes twice a week and is comfortable in those settings. So I think it's also like a big confidence builder. But I guess just to go back to the point of this episode, which is the holiday blues, I think this whole topic of to-do lists and small wins came out of this concept that like during this holiday season, I think it's really easy to get out of routine and to get down on yourself for getting out of routine. And I guess the small wins attitude and figuring out like what the best way for you is to organize your day are just ways to cope with that concept of getting out of routine and feeling down about yourself. And one of the other topics that we were discussing earlier regarding the holiday blues, which the holiday blues, if you just want a definition of it, is 
the feeling of like sadness or anxiety around the holidays because it is made out to be this time of joy and family time and camaraderie and fun. And sometimes when we have high expectations of something, when it doesn't pan out the way we had had it in our heads, then it can be extra disappointing, I guess. And so well, it's just there's so much pressure to have every experience during this time elevated in a way that's like you have to decorate your home or you're getting gifts for everyone, you're shipping things, you're the it's just like a lot. It's like a heightened everything you do every day all of a sudden is like triple, quadruple. Mm-hmm. But also we were talking about the idea that maybe the problem is that we're not kids anymore. Yeah. And when you were a kid, Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, even Thanksgiving, all these holidays that are packed in tightly were so just magical. And now we're adults and, you know, we see the reality of everything it takes to make that magic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just being an adult with responsibilities and work and other things to do, you know, but you still can't forget that wonder that you had, that feeling of like, I'm so excited for the holiday. Like, that's just not, it's just a different time in your life now. Mm -hmm. I think it's also like when you're a child, obviously everything is romanticized. There is so much magic around it. But also I think, and I've talked about this before, like with fitness as well, comparing yourself to an older version of yourself And it's like sometimes you'll look back at a photo and you'll be like, whoa, I was so much more ripped then or I looked so amazing. And you forget that was actually a really hard time. And like I wasn't really prioritizing my mental health or I wasn't really prioritizing my social life, wasn't really prioritizing my family, my friends, because I was so focused on like being shredded. And when you look back in the moment, you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I was there again. But you forget. I never have that, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if I ever was shredded that I thought, wow, I really looked amazing back then. Uh, like, I don't know if I, okay, let's leave that part out. Mm-hmm. Never mind. <laughs> I think that comparing this holiday season to a previous holiday season, whether it was when you were a child or pre-pandemic or whatever it is, it just becomes this nostalgic, like romanticized memory. And I think a lot of times not only is the holiday season more stressful as an adult because you're thinking about how much money you have to spend on gifts or, you know, how you're going to see family and also see friends. It's also like there's things have probably changed. Maybe, you know, there's more family stress now or family dynamics have changed or friend dynamics have changed. And you're thinking back and you're like, wow, that was so amazing. And I think it's just like trying not to compare this holiday season to a previous one because 
there's like an open-mindedness you need to adapt in making new traditions if things have changed because maybe this year things look different and that's okay. And it's trying to like make the best of what you still have. And I think for me, a way to combat this has been gratitude journaling and expressing gratitude for the things that are still great and not looking back on those quote unquote perfect holiday seasons as a bad thing or trying to find fault in them, but appreciating them for what they were and thinking about now what am I grateful for and now what am I looking forward to still? Because I think that comparison is like, it's just like the thief of joy in general, obviously, but also the thief of joy in the holiday season. It's basically the Grinch. Yeah. I mean, I think that for me and probably a lot of people, you look back on everything and I only remember the good stuff. You know, I don't ever really remember the drama or the trauma or you know, even the small bad things, I only remember the good part of it. And I think just keeping that in mind as you go into these holidays, you're only going to remember the good stuff. Mm -hmm. And try to express gratitude for the things that are still magical for you. You know, the people that you do get to spend time with and the traditions that you're making now, whether they be old ones or new ones? Well, I think like Friendsgiving is a great example of that because born out of, you know, the fact that maybe not everyone has family around, but in the interest of starting a new tradition, you know, you gather with your friends and that's really like a great way to start a new tradition. And, you know, think about what you did when you were a kid, like try to reinvent some of that magic now. Totally agree. And I think, yeah, thinking about like the people in your life that you do want to spend time with and are available to you right now and thinking of ways to like spend that quality time with them during the holidays is the best, the best way you can create that joy is being around people that you want to be around and that you can be around during this time. And I guess I would also say just to kind of close off this conversation is that there are, I believe, less than 30 days until the new year when this episode comes out. I would encourage you all to think about the time that we still have And there's going to be so much time in the new year to grind on your resolutions and all of that. And yes, you should be on, you know, you should still be increasing, getting better by 1%, as James said in that episode each day. But I think like give yourself some grace during this time to find joy and be around people that you love and create new traditions and all of that. And don't put so much pressure on yourself to like reach these crazy goals that you have set for yourself 
in these days that we have left, like, let's try to not be so hard on ourselves. Let's try not to get so caught up in our, you know, daily planners that we lose the joy that the holiday season is meant to bring. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope some of you feel seen by this episode because I've definitely been feeling a little bit of the holiday blues recently and it's okay. We're going to get through it. Even if it's like there's some tough family dinners ahead or some tough. Wait, wait, wait. What does that mean? Family dinners. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. No. (laughs) So anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope some of you feel seen by our conversation today. I know that I was feeling a little bit of the holiday blues post Thanksgiving. You know, we are going to get through it. We are going to find the magic and the joy during this time because there are so many beautiful moments to be created, even like walking around New York and seeing all of the shop windows decorated for the holidays and watching my friends celebrate the first days of Hanukkah, you know, thinking, creating my wish lists for all of my friends and starting to order Christmas presents for family and friends. Like all of that stuff is so beautiful, even though it might look different this year for me. And if it does for you too, that's okay. Um, We're going to find the magic and let's not be too hard on ourselves for the days we have left, especially because I know this time can be stressful. I know it can be so, so busy and maybe you fall off your perfect morning routine that you have had planned, but let's just continue to create those small wins. Love you guys. And we will see you next week. Yeah. Hope you guys love this episode. And thanks so much to Ginny Media for our audio production. All right. So I'm so happy that you guys got to listen to our stories today. As always, you can follow us on social media and keep up with our work and our crazy adventures. Then you can follow us on Instagram at Cynthia Rowley and at Kit Keenan. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 